4: So, this goes out to, I believe, I'm going to say this goes out to moms. Okay. Grocer's freezer in Port today. Okay. I go to every grocer's freezer a lot.
2: I know. You're, it's your favorite thing.
4: There's a young lady who works there. She's probably 17 or 18 years okay. old. Okay. She is really beautiful. She's a beautiful young lady. She's got big blue eyes. And, you know, she's probably in high school now or for community college or whatever, college, Mm -hmm. whatever. And probably um, she's just one of the many beautiful girls in her class. You know, a lot of times you don't know until after you get out in the world.
2: That being beautiful isn't.
4: It's just not like it's not you, a
2: basic, you, standard right. issue thing that everybody comes right. with.
4: Right, but, but but in
2: high school, most people <laughs> are just by default barely, beautiful. Exactly,
4: and so, um, she, like she's she's beautiful, you know. When you're, when you're 18 or seven, whatever it is, you have perfect skin, porcelain skin, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. That's not the point. The point is, um, is that she's always, always very. I see her a lot because – not because I go for her, because she's not an especially fast grocer or, or, like, scanner or bagger or whatever. But I avoid many other baggers I've got problems with. There's a lot of conversational ones. <laughs> of course, ones. You, have,
2: you have beef with a bunch of people. Yeah,
4: they do. Yeah, who and who in, in, they want to talk not because I'm Tom Jattic, because I'm not anybody, but because they just – they're programmed to want to talk uh, in, in, or just, like – one guy always has to tell me like jokes, and I don't know what it is about me that I don't.
2: I think maybe they do that with everyone. I don't know. I, maybe you get that like some... a lot with kids too. Like they'll talk to the kids and yeah, do yeah. stuff. So maybe, maybe if you don't have kids with you and they're like filling the air while they bag stuff, maybe they have to direct it towards you. I do. Whereas like... the kids can absorb yeah. some of the energy if are there a, with There's kids. another
4: guy. It, I I don't want to say anything anyway. There's another guy at that establishment who may have some kind of disability and. He's been told that his conversing is really great, and so he like does it. And I avoid him if he's an aisle one. I'm in aisle eight. And that drove that drove me generally. That drives me to where this young lady works, and usually an expressy kind of aisle. So, so um, she's always immaculate as a an employee. Immaculate, mm-hmm. always smiles, always looks you in the in directly in the eyes when, when sh- you step up there, always smiles, re- asks if you want a receipt, smiles with a receipt, um, it, and it asks sometimes how your day is going. She's, she's utterly charming. Now, there's a few mm-hmm. people like this, but I mentioned her in particular. And um, because I saw her today, she was not working. So I'm at this establishment, and some other high school young lady is, or whatever, college young lady is working. Also, very, she's very um, good at hospitality skills. She's also very pleasant, mm-hmm. and was just considering the place was really busy. Um, making chicken out of chicken salad, chicken salad out of chicken bleep was what I meant. To, mm-hmm. You know, so and I thought that's good. That's a good trait. The dude, the dude bagging also was, was professional and good. But this, the young lady who I met, we'll call her, uh, grocery girl, a,
2: okay.
4: She was kind of talking to the cashier. She was in civilian attire and she was, she looked like the way Sally dresses, etc. All like, you know, uh, you know, teeny bopper stuff, the clothes they wear and she was mm-hmm. talking to her friend while she was grocery gro- well she was bringing up groceries it, like any teenager does vacuous giggling this and that etc um b- hugging her repeatedly you know how girls do this so, like yep. useless hugs and this is, and she was like she seemed like a just a a high school might might as well have fallen out of bye bye birdie you know yep. frivolity etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera. It was fine, but what it what jumped out at me was with her friend, she was being herself, mm-hmm. a high school girl. You know, right. probably like concert tickets, senior prom. Uh, th- those are the huge things in life that are, that are that are on your mind. A lot of vacuous stuff, probably. I am sure there is uh, Taylor Swift lyrics written all over her f- f- books. If kids write on books, if there are books, I don't even know. <laughs> but so, what I was what occurred to me is this is that somewhere, somebody in her family, and probably, and this is why this one goes to the moms, probably her mother taught her to be an immaculately behaved young woman when she needs to be. Mm -hmm. Taught her how to turn it on. And not turn it on because, because she's female and pretty. This is going above and beyond. Taught her to be charming, dutiful, to make eye contact, to be pleasant, To make what can be just a pain in the day, a nice experience for somebody. She doesn't want to, nobody wants to interact with old (laughs) fat guys and whatever. But, so somebody gave her those skills. And those skills, looks will come and go. Mm -hmm. But those skills are something that, and it's a certain kind of, like, suburban mom, makes sure, and I'm sure it happens in the city too, makes sure. That kids have these skills to be immaculate and civil, and and to show manners, and it's a huge thing. It's a huge huge tool, and I think that like if you like, it's something that undoubtedly toasts. Kids, are like that, mm-hmm. right? And toast is like that by manner. She is. I, how, how, am I, how am I? What am I trying to say? What is that? What is that way of behaving? Elegantly. Class. Yeah. Yes. At the act. With class and and charisma, and like i I'm telling you that that right there is worth a an advanced degree,
2: oh, yeah, definitely, because if you can smile and be- now a lot of the people that have been taught those skills also go to college and get all the degrees that make their resume, like, look right and all that stuff too well sure because those things are associated but what one thing i was gonna say is that that's part of what leads to the confusion and the bad data around college degrees and how they're supposed to get you ahead in life Mm -hmm. is because a lot of the type of people who have college degrees also have a lot of those skills right and but if you don't have that then the college degree isn't going to give you that
4: well, totally.
2: And like, it's an issue of people not understanding what it is that's causing, you know, what's the cause and what's the effect here? Did the college degree cause the people to be like that or did? Oh, no, no, it, no, no, you know, no but, way it did. but, but I think that sometimes people think they're, that it does because they see data that says like, oh, people with college degrees make X, Y, Z more in their lifetime than people without them. But the truth is that the people with college degrees generally speaking not always are more likely to have parents that have taught them how to be like that and other various other life skills and attitudes that are more likely to make you able to succeed in a job just giving somebody the college degree isn't what causes that person to be like a great employee and able to make more money in their life
4: you need to have college in this at all because i don't think i know i think do think that you're right class probably has something to do with it but but, but you like my, but my mother degrees, didn't go yes. to college and mm-hmm. she had that herself. She was utterly charming and sweet to to everybody. And uh, you know, it was actually it was an inconvenience for me sometimes because she, people loved her so much that anytime they heard that I was misbehaving, they're like, How could he do that? to Pat Chaddock. She's such a <laughs> But my mother also made sure that I was like that. So I right. could, if necessary, turn it on. And act like a and yes, and good act, like, person. act like a pleasant person and a good person and professional person so much so that I remember working when I worked at rolling tables for a living, uh, only 20 years old at the Sinesta, the Royal Sinesta in Boston, the girls, Sylvia and Dottie or whatever the names were, they were they're great women. They pulled me aside and said, Tom, um, what? Because I always said please and thank you. And I was always smiling and being polite. And they said, where did you learn to speak like that? In the, where did you learn these manners? You're so nice. Where did you go to school, high school? I said, well, the first two years at Austin Prep. And he said, oh, I see. Like, it wasn't Austin Prep. The biggest dumbasses that I've like ever known were there. <laughs> My mother, maybe she assumed that I was uh, had disabled mentally or whatever, <laughs> made sure that I had this one thing to be able to act you know with effusive kindness and if i needed to be and to you know come off as a nice person that is a huge tool
2: do you think there's also something that's like a little bit of a high trust low trust society kind of thing happening there where it's like if you're in a certain kind of town and around other people who are like nice and in a high trust kind of environment at the Newburyport market basket that you can more afford to be nice and smile at people. And maybe mm. if you work at a market basket in a crummy neighborhood, you don't want to smile at fat old men. Cause they're going to like, you're going to end up in a dumpster somewhere.
4: Oh, interesting. I, I mean like,
2: cause I will tell you that there is like that obviously like i was like that like always like nice and polite to everybody mm-hmm. and like friendly and you know i think particularly as a young woman you learn not to be in some scenarios like mm. i you know I, the first time somebody like it, i don't know ask for your number while they're like pumping your gas in some scary neighborhood and well, you're like right. and you're like 17 and some like 40 year old mm guy pumping gas is like asking if he can take you out and he has your credit card right I, now. It's, I want to apologize now it's for that scary. I found you attractive. It's, like. No, it's scary though. Do you know what I well, mean? Well, or like if you're I mean, you know.
4: Right. And that's I had all, and and that, and that's, visit that,
2: some like RMV in some shady town. I forget where and like just on the walk from like parking the car to go in there like got catcalled in a way that was scary, you know, and like You learn, like, not don't smile at people. Like, don't make eye contact. And I think that's, like, more of a city thing where, like... In a girl thing. Well, yeah, but you also... But that, but, like, even just interacting with homeless people or people that, you know, that you have to learn if you live in a certain kind of environment to blow people off and ignore people and not smile at people and not help people because if there's, like... You know, there's like aggressive homeless people in Boston.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm so, (laughs) but I'm saying
2: like, if you're around that all the time, you can't, you don't act nice to everybody.
4: Well, yeah. I think, yes, you wouldn't let, you wouldn't let somebody at all feel a, feel an aura of, intimacy with you yeah because you're
2: like opening up this door to this person now like talking to you and stuff and i think but i think there's something to that that this is one of the things like when we talk about and i don't really talk about privilege but i think there are certain ways that you're privileged by living in certain towns and neighborhoods although not the way that progressives think like by some kind of (laughs) inherent racism but one of the ways that you're privileged by living in a nicer neighborhood or a nicer town is that you are raised in an environment where you can be like that. Whereas, if you live in a neighborhood where you are walking by aggressive homeless people every day, it's drilled into you not to be like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's like
4: yes. So I but think that's that, why it's impo- but it's still incumbent mm-hmm. upon parents to make sure that kids have that skill at, in their back pocket, pocket if they need
2: it. Right. Right. And but I think that's more difficult. I think that's a. A more difficult skill to practice if you live in certain places in certain areas.
4: Yes, uh, I think that's true. But it's also. I think that it's important that moms and I, the, mom, the dads I'm thinking of are I, I, it's important. It's important that every kid has has that ability. It's mm-hmm. just important because if you're somebody who makes people feel good when you talk to them, those people are going to give you opportunities and want to help you. Because it makes them feel good. They're gonna want yeah. to do you a solid at some point, point. and like just as somebody who used to be, who used to employ people, you know, oh, whoever yeah. it was, I I am convinced that somebody who's immaculate, like that young lady, or uh, uh, it's a standout. But when I used to live in Watertown in the Austin Mall, there was a kid at that Dunkin' Donuts who was so Johnny on the spot. He wasn't from America, but he was so good. So commanding, so competent, so friendly. And I thought, man, that dude, you pluck him and throw him in any position in this country, barring like doctor, that kid is going to thrive. Yeah. Like anywhere. And I guarantee you, there are people who are in line at Donuts who, um, you know, are commanding millions of dollars who run into that kid and say, damn, I wish my coworkers were like, had the attitude of this kid. Oh, yeah. And it's a, It's a, it's a huge, it's a huge.
2: Yeah, I think there are certain, I think that's, that's one of those things that like agreeableness thing that, um, it will help you succeed in literally anything that you do. Yes. That there are a bunch of people out there who could just go be good at anything.
4: Right. And, And like, if she doesn't, for instance, that young lady, if she doesn't know what she wants to do and wants to, you know. It can go the other way too. I mean, you can go and have a job at Starbucks and decide that it's more important to you know, to cheer Hamas, you know. But the base skill, the baseline skill of being a a, a people person and and you know, sometimes it can be tougher for women because there are a lot of women who if who are beautiful and feel then entitled who then, and this is the one I love, I, this is the Sophia Franklin the thing, who feel that since they're hot, you're stealing their time uh, where, where it could be spent on somebody's yacht, and so they're going to be snippy and dismissive. And those people, you know, once the looks go away, then all license of that stuff ends. So, uh, you know, it is... It is important to be beautiful inside and, and to show that to people, because mm-hmm. the other stuff goes away. And that's it. That's today's lesson in parenting. Also, just that that this is a it's a hugely important thing, hugely important thing. And I do think that 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 like, I am not a good parent, uh, on the merits, but I certainly drill into the kid's head to say please and thank you. Yes. Again and again and again and try to smile, try to make eye contact, say please and thank you. And my grandmother did it to, to me and my brother Jimmy um, as well. And I assume that she thought we were simple and probably <laughs> would need that skill. We would need the skill because we had no, we would have no <laughs> other marketable else No.
1: <sighs>
4: All right, Alice. Uh, okay. So should we talk about uh, the idea that uh, they're somehow going to throw Conor McGregor in jail?
2: Um, yeah, let's go for it.
4: Yeah, Conor McGregor has been speaking out since in Ireland.
2: Yeah, in Ireland, they're making all um, everything, the hate speech or whatever, illegal, including like being in possession of offensive materials, like on your phone, is my understanding of this new law. Like they're treating it like child porn or something. It's like you don't have to have said it, but if they find on your yes. phone that you have like an offensive meme or something, you can like be in tr- literally in trouble. And I know like in other countries, oh, did you did you tweet what
4: did the show's on? Yes, yeah. oh, did. I didn't retweet. I'm sorry.
2: Okay, um, you can. But anyway, so that's my understanding of this law: is that it's essentially making it. It, I know in other countries they don't really have freedom of speech the way we do here. Like you can be arrested in England for like bad tweets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is like taking it to a new level in Ireland, this new thing. And it's really, um, it's really it stirred a lot of. How do you say the word? Controvers- contru- contru- controversy. Controversy. I don't know how you say it. But anyway, it's stirred a lot of controversy and a lot of people are uh, not pleased about it, including. I don't know. Are like UFC people? Are they naturally conservative? I suppose they must tend to be a little bit. Like I know Dana White kind of is, and Trump goes to those things all the all the time. But uh, I mean, do all those people like skew kind of? I
4: would think so. Yes, yes. UFC's Conor McGregor vows action after riots break out in Dublin following stabbing multiple children at Irish M elementary school by migrant.
2: Oh, okay. I thought he was talking. This is the Ireland law, right? The
4: heat law? Well, he's in trouble. This, they the they all work law. together. Okay, gotcha.
2: Now, it all goes
4: to the same thing, where now um, intersectionality is now overlaid inside Ireland, and freedom of gotcha. speech is takes that into account. Um, this is written by an Edward Tomich of the Mean Wire. Gotcha. Um, according to the Irish Times, a five-year-old girl was taken to a Dublin hospital in critical condition when a boy aged five and a girl aged six sustained less serious injuries woman in her 30s who was repeatedly an employee of the school was also taken to the hospital after suffering serious injuries from the attack. Passersby were able to intervene and stop the suspected assailant shortly after the stabbing attack began, taking away the suspect's knife and throwing it away, the Irish Times reported. Then there was violent protests. Um, and then UFC guy Conor McGregor said, uh, "said uh, I do not... Con- oh, hold on. Then the Irish took to the streets to protest, mm-hmm. lit some fires. Then Ireland's prime minister condemned the protests Friday morning, saying these criminals did not do what they did because they love Ireland. They did what they did because these are Muslims. Supposedly, it was a, the stabbing was by a Muslim man. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. And so the protests happened, and the, of course, the Irish PM is slamming the people of Ireland. Conor McGregor says, I do not condone last night's riots. I do not condone any attacks on our first responders in line, their line of duty. I do not condone the looting and the damaging of shops. Last night's scenes achieved nothing towards fixing the issues we face. Um, um, I do understand frustrations, however, and I do understand a move must be made to ensure the change we need is ushered in and fast. I'm in the process of arranging. uh, I'm in the process of arranging. I don't know what that means. Believe me, I am way more tactical and I have backing. There will be change in Ireland, mark my words, the change needed. In the last month, innocent children stabbed, leaving school. Ashling Murphy murdered. Two Sligo men decapitated. This is not Ireland's future. If They do not act soon with their plan of action to ensure Ireland's safety. I will. Um, and so now he's being investigated, of course, by the government of Ireland for daring to say such things because you're, you're supposed to coddle Muslims is the, is the idea. And they shouldn't have to deal with any of this stuff. So that's what we're doing now. And but and people are sick of this. People are sick of this stuff that's happening. This migrant crisis, taking in uh, these people, has created a problem and increased crime and all sorts of other stuff. And the idea that this and so now you we've got this viral uh, TikTok thing, Pauline O'Reilly on Ireland's hate speech bill and listen to this if this isn't run like hell I don't know what is
1: when you think about it all law all legislation is about the restriction of freedom that's exactly what we're doing here is we are restricting freedom but we're doing it for the common good you will see throughout our constitution yes you have rights but they are restricted for the common good everything needs to be balanced and if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, then I believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good. When you Let
4: get- me tell you one thing. At least they say it there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't believe that
2: you have an unrestricted right. To free speech.
4: For the common good, you all need to get on this train to a destination we're not going to tell you about. If your point of
2: view about other people makes them feel bad, then you need to be restricted for the common good. End of story. And, you know, like we were saying, it's they, they're treating it, this new law, treats possession of hate speech materials as a crime. So you Incredible. don't even have to, like, say it. It's just having it. You know, as though it's child porn or something to, you know, have an offensive opinion on your phone that you can see or something. Yeah, crazy. And we do see it in other countries, these restrictions on freedom of speech, and they do throw people in jail for this stuff. And it's wild to think of it in America because we think of a lot of these countries, England, Canada, whatever, as being more or less like us, you know, that they're like a free country like here basically you know we don't think it's not like china right we don't think of england or france or ireland as being restrictive like that but they actually are and they're becoming more so which is kind of crazy yes
4: this is tony blair speaking of globalists at the world economic forum
0: i also think this, this issue to do with the technology and the digital infrastructure. I just want to emphasise how important I think that is, because in the end, you, 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 you need the data. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. Some of the vaccines that will come on down the line will be multiple. There'll be multiple shots. So you've got to have, for, for reasons to do with the healthcare more generally, but certainly for a, a pandemic or for. Um, for, for vaccines, you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure, and many countries don't have that. In fact, most countries don't have that.
4: By the way, what is it with all these guys getting into public health? Is that just because Pfizer's hiring everybody? Is that what's going on here? Mm-hmm, no. It's so weird that everybody wants to get into, as you would say, that space.
2: yeah. But- uh-
4: I want you to get back. I to get, it's, it's like another. It's another mass hysteria.
2: Yeah, it. I think it does attract people who want to tell other people what to do. Yes. <laughs> Some people really enjoy telling other people what to do, and it shows. You know. Oh yes,
4: indeed. It's just amazing. So uh, that brings us to probably the sound of the day. Uh, ed- Education secretary is it? It's Manuel Cardona Cardona. He's from Connecticut yeah uh this is fantastic or miguel miguel exactly this is fantastic that he's the education secretary this is too good to be true you know we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available um as uh i think it was president reagan said we're from the government we're here to help um there's
2: i mean ronald reagan Reagan didn't say those words in that order oh that's a tough (laughs) one here's what ronald
4: reagan said the
0: Nine most terrifying words in the English language are, "I'm from the government and I'm here to help."
2: I mean, he did say them. <laughs> yeah, uh, no,
0: no doubt, he did say them.
4: Freaking incredible.
2: Um, it's like when people quote people and leave out the word not, or (laughs) don't, it's just weird. And yeah, he did, he did say that people from the government are here to help, but he not in the way that you're thinking of, but I, I, it's almost Freudian because, um, you know, it's probably accurate for whatever they're trying to help with. So the fact that that was his takeaway and the fact that he's saying it now um, probably means that we can take Reagan at his word. Well, and, and that's, that's his... That's, it. W- that's another way it's of saying... It's a pretty terrifying statement right. to make.
4: And that's, that goes right alongside with, alongside with, we're doing this for the common good.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. It's for the common good. We're here to help. Everything's good. You We've have to go to jail now, Con-
4: Connor McGregor, for the common good. Mm-hmm. It's for... We're here to help. Out of abundance of caution, we need you to do this. I mean, these people, man, it is it just utterly remarkable that this is uh, happening it's utterly remarkable
5: mm-hmm. um did
2: you see uh Jean pierre on prices today? uh
5: this holiday season families are seeing lower prices on everyday items from gas to groceries mm. as holiday as holiday shopping starts
2: lower than what shelves are stocked <laughs> and
5: prices prices for toys tvs and used vehicles are all down from last year
4: Why the freak are they doing that? Why are you saying this?
2: Yeah, don't say it. This is the problem. And, you know, they love to talk about how everybody's shying away from the term Bidenomics. It's not the word Bidenomics that's the problem, it's not the messaging that's the problem. They keep talking about how Biden needs more credit. He's not getting credit for his achievements. There was a bunch of that on the Sunday show, is that we didn't even get to that on the panels. Why isn't Biden getting credit? And there's, like, he needs to fix his messaging on the economy because yeah. he's doing so great on the economy. But Bidenomics, people just aren't responding to this word, Bidenomics. Yeah. No, it's not the Bidenomics word that people don't like. It's the Bidenomics economy that people don't like.
4: Right. It's, and you're using Bidenomics to, as a celebratory word. Right. Where I can't afford stuff when I go to the store, okay? Uh, you know, I, I I can't buy steak when I go to the store I- anymore, um the, but they really the they... very well-mannered uh pretty 18-year-old girl uh who makes the experience wonderful has never had to uh scan a steak for me because I can't <laughs> afford them those are those days are over so that's what it is and for chris murphy and k as you say cringe john pierre to be saying year over year year over year when you're looking at this year and last year
2: yeah. How were things the, in 2019? Who, yeah, who was the jerk
4: president in 20 uh in 2022 when things were so bad, I wonder.
2: <laughs> it was inherited, Tom.
4: Yeah, I guess it was. it was. It's inherited. amazing. Um so Daily
2: Wire So yeah, she's terrible. Go Hang ahead. on, I wanted to Go ahead. Go ahead dear. Um but uh I wanted to just say that I really like uh the what's it face? The Javier Malay, the oh, yes. Argentina guy. It and he had a great tweet. Um, he tweeted that he's coming to the United States with exclamation points. And then in all caps, he's almost as good at Twitter as Trump, really. Mm-hmm. He goes, long live effing freedom.
4: So I first saw this. I thought this was like an old tweet they found of his. But this is now the president-elect. Yeah. Is saying it. Yes.
2: 26 November 2023. It's a screenshot on my I head, am... So.
4: I he am okay with this Long live guy.
2: effing freedom. I mean, I like that. I'm like a fan, so that's great. That's great. Oh, uh, It's
4: fantastic. It's on. Un- it's fantastic. Well, at the same, time, you know, and that's why, and that's why Trump has a really good chance of winning this election because mm-hmm. everybody else is acting crazy. It's another reason why the the like the young girl or young guys at the supermarket who are bagging groceries who act wholesome, etc., that I'm so impressed with them because they're not tearing down pictures of Israeli kids, you know, uh kidnapped mm-hmm. victims, you know, and they're not throwing bottles full of frozen urine at cops. You know, so when you see a goods millennial, it's like, oh my goodness, this one stands right. out. It's that's the thing, is that we are seeing all this the, the these radical really decomposition of our society. And then you look and you say, at least Trump's not into that. He doesn't throw bottles of urine at people. He doesn't believe in LGBTQIA plus whatever, all that. Mm -hmm. He'll say the words if you want him to. He does not give up flying F. He's not going to fly the flag at embassies. Mm -hmm. He's not going to do this, you know, CRT stuff. And he's not going to.
2: <coughs> yeah, for how unserious Trump is, right. he's more serious than most of the people in the Biden administration.
4: Well, yes,
1: actually, and this when is, yes. Push and comes he's not shop, doing he's this, which is it.
4: on the news, which is uh, a
1: cut from News Nation finished joining us to explain. I know, Emily, that this is only about five percent of this school's population, but it's a program that a lot of people are questioning.
3: It certainly is, Adriana, definitely sparking some debate on this one. It's a voluntary segregation program that is being implemented at a high school right outside of our News Nation Chicago studio in Evanston, Illinois. The program has... Evanston's ex-
4: a nice area.
3: It's really nice, yeah. Yes.
4: And so voluntary segregation. Yay! At least he's not doing that. That's not him.
2: Uh, Yeah, and it's crazy because they have... So if you look at that story, it's basically like deciding that You know black students will learn better if they have teachers that look like them and stuff and all these things they'll do better if they're surrounded by peers of the same race uh congrats you guys you just invented racism again like i don't get it right it's like you and the kkk both on board with the same policy that kids learn better with their own race like who thinks that in 2023 only they are allowed to say that. It's so wild to me that the progressives... And then Vice News today also was, I don't know, or this week anyway, re-upped this article from 2018. They were tweeting it out, just in case that you were missing this, informa- this critical mm-hmm. information. This is an article from 2018 on the Vice website that they tweeted out today. A hundred ways white people can make life less frustrating for people of color. So 100? for whatever <laughs> hundred. and then it, the subhead is just a few suggestions to start with. This is not an exhaustive. So we list, haven't. But they tweeted it out again today. You haven't been apparently on it enough from 2018. You haven't been doing this stuff. So you, they, ha- they can felt that start
4: the making it easier.
2: Yeah, Fully. you can make like less frustrating for people of color. This is yeah a few things you can start with. Um. Just because you can't see racism around you doesn't mean it's not happening. Trust people of color's assessment of a situation. (sighs) Two, don't assume people of color share the same views. We're not a monolith. Three, don't assume or guess people's races. This is not a fun game for us. Four, if someone tells you they're from Uganda, don't say that you went to Nigeria once.
4: I can't say that.
2: Don't refer to I Africa.
4: <laughs> what if I really want to get it off my chest that I've been to Nigeria <laughs> once? I first have to check to make sure. You're not from a neighboring African country of Nigeria, right? Because I want to say something that I've been meaning to say to somebody, anybody who will listen.
2: Don't refer to Africa as a country. It's a continent and it's wildly varied. Uh, don't uh, come back hey, from vacation. and think it's a woman. Show off your tan and say that you're, I'm almost as dark as you. Don't assume a Don't person. not do of, that. No. Oh, okay. Don't assume a person of color knows everything about their country of heritage. Don't assume that we can run if we're black, do math if we're Asian, have drinking problems if we're indigenous.
4: <laughs> I'm going to um, take advice of counsel and lead the fifth on that one.
2: Do regard us as autonomous, unique individuals, not as representatives of our race. Don't make embarrassing jokes to try to be down with people of color. We'll laugh at you, not with you. How come you.
4: I can't play the race game? But but all these rules are based on a clueless white person. That... Don't
2: rinse our culturally specific memes. They're ours. Go enjoy that weird one about the plums. If you're at my house party, don't turn off... Is that
4: plum so white? Is that what it is? I don't
2: know what that even means. If you're at my house party, don't turn off the weekend to put on Arctic monkeys.
4: Don't do that. No. <laughs> Okay, keep the weekend on.
2: I mean, we're up to twelve now. Are you, I don't think we can. We have time to get through the whole hundred, but I'm sure you can go find it. The on way, the Vice News website. Who's
4: turning off people's music at parties?
2: You know what? I'm going to turn off this black musician and put on a white one just because I'm deeply culturally insensitive. But wait, are like black people are, see it, my tan? <laughs> are you from Uganda? <laughs> you know, I went to Nigeria. But then you're also not allowed to complain about how terrible white people are. What?
4: Why can't I play any of these games? I
2: also like 16, too. Why? Hold on. Why can't I complain about how terrible white people are? This whole list is based on... It the- says, when you endlessly complain about how terrible white people are, you are being the terrible white person. But... <laughs> Don't question someone's blackness if they're light-skinned. It's not your place. Other black people can make sure that light-skinned black people are cognizant of their privilege.
4: I that is what I'm not going to give up. I am <laughs> well, always... Let us police the black people's level of blackness. Please. I am gatekeeping on race. That is the thing I do.
2: <laughs> when you find instances of racist BS online, don't send it to us. We know racism exists. Think.
4: Oh. What a miserable bunch of, yeah, so pricks. we're not even by the 20 way, your yet, girlfriend so- Sarah Rao got booted from her uh yeah her uh creative um her talent agency booted fell just in the she, chat she says, hates don't say and- Elon
2: Musk is my favorite African immigrant
4: that's not funny, <laughs> no, no, who can I say is my favorite African immigrant
2: uh, I don't know, do you I- know any? <laughs> Other than Elon uh, I don't, Musk, <laughs> what does the thing say I'm supposed to answer
4: to that? I don't think I'm allowed to answer that. I don't
2: know. I can't. I'm not even up to 20, so I haven't read the whole a lot list. of I rules. To be honest. This is so. a, how
4: fun are woke people? All your <laughs> effing rules. Don't do you this. Can't do
2: don't do that. Don't play the Arctic Monkeys. Not allowed. the <laughs> Freak
4: is an Arctic Monkey.
2: It's um. It's a band.
4: I assume it's not actual. I don't think I know any of that. may Alice. I assume it's. But a band. I think it
2: was like. It sounds vaguely like... Is
4: it because the Arctic monkeys... Are white, I believe. Or because monkey is is probably something they're not allowed to mention because it's a forbidden animal now. It's been canceled.
2: Uh, it's probably problematic in a lot of yes. ways.
4: yeah. What a fun person.
2: So, yeah. So Vice felt that we hadn't taken that enough to heart from 2018. You know who doesn't have it that was problem? time to... Is
4: my cashier. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have any of those, those issues. These are joyless people. Joyless, absolute people. Although it could be fun because just the misery that the wall. Guys, do we have any more r- r- rules for everybody? God. Okay, hey, calm down. Can
2: you guys help me narrow my rules for white people down to just 100? Can I just,
4: can you give me? No, they said this is a start, so there's probably yeah. 1,000. Can you tell me the things I'm allowed to do? <laughs> Let's just make it easier now. Sort by things allowed to do. I don't know that there's much there. There
2: was one that said do, but I forget what it was. It was like, do believe black people? Ugh. Or what else? You know, black do people- Do regard us as autonomous, unique individuals?
4: What? Uh, but I'm told that there are shared uh, mistreatments in victimizations over the years. So not everybody is? So so what is my tone supposed to be, by the way?
2: When people of color talk, listen? <sighs>
4: Yeah, uh, that. By the way, you teaching young black students that these are all truisms... Or white that, students, my goodness. Or anybody that, that you have... I have something to say. When I talk, you... Let me tell you, <laughs> in the same way as learning how to be congenial... And smiling, like at somebody else, mm-hmm. is going to get you opportunities. This crap is going to put a quick ceiling on your life in future forever. Oh, yeah. Then you can just blame it on everybody else again.
2: I love this one, too. Like, sorry, white people who buy into this stuff, because you're... Everything you do is going to be wrong, just FYI, because number 22 is share articles relating to the everyday experiences of race and racism written by people of color. Then number 23 says, but don't be that person who is weird and sycophantic and loves to demonstrate their wokeness constantly to people of color around them.
4: Goodness. I'm not quitting the tan stuff. (laughs) I'm not quitting tan stuff. Um. Uh, The last thing we should probably talk about is Liz Warren now is going to destroy Big Bread?
2: Um, Big Sandwich, yes.
4: Big Sandwich.
2: Right. Um, So Subway is looking to merge into this company that owns like Jimmy John's and some other sandwich chain, and they'll own all of them now. But Liz Warren feels that that's going to raise prices for consumers if we allow a sandwich shop monopoly to take over. And um, she is targeting them. She's good. not having it.
4: Good. That's good. That's so, all we need now is in this environment to kick more businesses in the teeth.
2: Right. Because that's, you know, when it's good for business, actually, it way, tends to lower prices. By the way, the person raising
4: prices on sandwiches is Joe Biden. Right. Okay. And these Democrats. Mm-hmm. Somebody doesn't want to have to do this stuff. They want to be able to compete. Sandwiches. Um. Okay, Alice. What is the hot sauce?
2: Oh, uh, that's the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. I just
4: got some more today. I
2: gotta reach out. Mhm.
4: And get more. I've got okay. other things to reach out about too. Okay. Uh. Get to work. Okay. Uh. Don't tell me to get to work. Is okay. one of my don't lists. Okay. Or and don't chuckle after you after I say something either. <laughs> and don't keep your eyes closed when laughing. <laughs>
2: Wait, don't keep my eyes closed? No, yeah. keep them open okay. when you laugh. I, I can't really keep them open, though. No.
4: Okay. It's a disability. Ready? We have two,
6: Alice. Okay, I'm ready. Here we go.
2: Three,
0: Alice.
2: Oh, we got a new one? New
6: one. Yes. Hey, Tom and Alice. I didn't know Hi. if uh, Hi, you two were uh, ready for a little uh, Hoosier gossip. Love gossip. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. Peyton Manning? I, uh, Jim Irsey. I, I'm working at this uh, school, you know, cleaning classrooms, and I mm-hmm. found out through the grapevine that one of the teachers has early-onset dementia. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's very sad, it but is. it makes me wonder, why aren't they spending their time with their loved ones instead of teaching? You know what I'm saying? Like, they should be at home with their loved ones because they got dementia. Well, That's they just can't. Say. It no, I, just I seemed weird money. to me.
4: Yeah. Well...
6: <laughs> but, uh...
4: It's you know, an early little... onset. It's not onset onset. Maybe at that time they'll
6: park him back at
2: home. No, but... doesn't early onset mean you're getting it early? I guess so.
4: I don't know.
6: We got we got one in the White House and one teaching a classroom. Oof!
2: They're probably still okay. better than some of the new pink-haired teachers.
4: Yeah, yeah I'll take so... that all day. I'll take him shuffling out of the
6: classroom.
2: And, <laughs> he's, you know, he can do he, a lot less damage than doing... some of the new teachers yes. that they're hiring.
6: And then, uh, this happened... Um, several years ago this other one um like i went to school with this kid and his older brother was drinking Mm -hmm. and um, whatnot and he uh ran over somebody on a motorcycle like they were like caught underneath the 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 i guess he was driving like an suv high-rise and he got the the uh, guy on the motorcycles was pinned underneath the 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 vehicle like he he drugged this SOB. That's um bad. several several um yards. Yikes. To to a gas station and where he found out that he what he had done when he stopped at the gas station and then he he proceeded to buy uh chewing tobacco and stuff and then he he got off because um he hired a good lawyer. Wow! I don't think he served very much time, if any. Wow! And then, uh, then like a couple months la- later, he was at a Fourth um, of July thing and uh, flashed, uh, flashed himself to um, underage kids. So yeah, real maybe piece of they should have
2: had him serve more time. Anyway, that's uh,
6: that's my uh, Hoosier gossip.
4: Dang! Yeah, it doesn't seem like a great guy. This guy. Um, yeah, e- yeah. Ugh, man. don't flash anybody. Nobody needs to be flashing anybody either, especially, you know, people who
2: nobody wants to see it, to be honest. It's the same with like sending pics to women. Yeah. Of your private. No woman is into that. I
4: th- I wouldn't think so. <laughs> so I wouldn't think it's so. It's not
2: like it no one wants to see that. So it's it's so like low risk or high risk, low reward. There's, like, no nobody wants to see it, and it can get you in trouble. So, like, why are you sending it around?
4: Men are morons.
2: <laughs> I, apparently.
4: Jerry Callahan used to talk about this. Remember, they used to have the um, Darwin Awards about uh-huh. this guy who had his phone on his bedside table, and he also had a gun on the bedside table, and the phone rang, and he picked up the gun and shot himself in the head. Mm-hmm. It's like, guys, let's just, I, I just, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're going to get me for a lot in this world, but I will not be sending D-pics to anybody. Anybody. I wouldn't even send it to you, Alice. <laughs> Hi. Steve
0: hey. from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. Uh, thank you, Tom, for uh, starting the show with my direct <laughs> messages with you. My it pleasure. was terrific. Um, <laughs> but anyway, just uh, some other clarifying points. So yeah. we sit down. I get my usual, which is a Jack Daniels Manhattan, straight up, not too sweet. It's a fantastic drink. I never have a problem anywhere I go with that drink. It's always right. perfect. Uh, my wife orders this, the lemon drop martini. It comes. She takes one sip. She's like, oh, this is terrible. Try this. And I took a sip and it sucked. I mean, even the perfect lemon drop martini, I'm not going to like, but this was really bad. Yeah. And, uh, I said, well, let's return it, you know, whatever. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. Well, we get two sips later and she's not going to finish that drink. So I said, listen, I'll just finish yours. Let me order. There's two bartenders. I said, let me order another one from the guy and see if it's better. Yeah. And guy makes the drink. It's just as bad. And I said to the guy, I'm like, these two drinks are terrible. Like, What's wrong with them? Yeah. And uh, and he goes, oh, we don't have any simple syrup or sugar. And I was like, well, If you, you don't know, have that- it, don't agree to make yeah, it. Yeah,
4: you can't sell a lemon drop then. If you don't, <laughs> what, what are you doing? I, then you, what you're doing is playing your customers for chumps and hoping you can get away with it. It's crappy.
0: That might have been some valuable information before we ended up ordering. And uh, the the female bartender, who I'm guessing is the owner, came in immediately started like barking at me about like, well, if you had said something before the first drink, what, you know, after the first drink, uh, I could have done something about it. And what? I was like, lady, I was being polite by asking the other bartender. Cause, because you know, between me and you, I didn't know if this woman was just incompetent anyway. So, uh, I inform her that we're leaving. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're taking one drink off this uh, slip like and this. you will not be receiving a tip. Ooh, and Steve. and she said something to me, and I just went, yep, the customer's always right, huh? Damn. And she said, no, they're not. Ooh. Just like that. Oh, wow. And uh, I uh, picked up uh, my jacket and my wife, and I walked out of the whale well, never to see it again. So F them with disco and a mm-hmm. P-Funk enema. <laughs> Thank you.
4: So is, yeah. did you walk out, Steve, without paying in at all? Because I... Would have no problem with that if that's if 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 you'll put it on them to hey th- then yeah I mean all's fair for going to war here remember me and Danny Elephant and Castle nineteen ninety and seven uh-huh. I think
2: well and the point about the customer is always right and this is like a whole conversation technically speaking the customer is not always right in this case the customer is right mm-hmm. but. Uh, technically speaking, sometimes the customer's wrong, but the point of the customer is always right phrase is that the customer's right even when they're not. That that's the point of the customer service. Well, Of
4: course it is. Of course it is.
2: Right. That, you know, the story about Nordstrom taking the return of tires when they don't sell tires. Right. Is that like the customer's... Are, like, obviously, the customer technically isn't right, but the customer is always right in practice at the retail level. So, you know, while I... uh. Sympathize with retail and service employees who say, like, sometimes the customer is not always right. You know what? Tell the story to your friends who also work in retail or food and beverage afterwards, and laugh about how much the customer sucked. But like, sorry, in the moment, the customer is always right because that's how it works.
4: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I do. I mean, do I think there should be some issue taken with Steve getting a?
2: You have a problem with Steve's drink, Manhattan.
4: It's a little beta, I would say. Is it? I don't know. But actually, he said that that was okay, so they didn't screw that one up. But the Lemon Drop, yeah, they can't... Lemon Drop is a sugary drink. That's the whole thing about if you get a Lemon Drop shot, which is all I've ever had, is you get sugar and then the lemon, uh, limoncello, or whatever it is that they that they give you. Come on.
5: Hey, Tom and Alice. Hi. Just Hi. wanted to congratulate you on, uh, the birth of Peter Rabbit Shattuck. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Haven't called in in a while. I know Tom likes people to subscribe to the Patreon, so I feel kind of guilty for not being a subscriber. Not guilty enough to subscribe. um, (laughs) That's okay. My family's from Scotland. Probably, yeah. I
2: wouldn't subscribe to me either.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Um, My family's from Scotland, so we're kind of thrifty as far as that goes. I get you. But, Mm -hmm. Tom, I got a quick one for you for your friends, the chipmunks. Yes. Oh uh they are the spawn of satan you have to get rid of them at all costs Uh, i have a quick little story for you
4: charlie i I gotta tell you that i should have had i should have balled up and done this a year and a half ago i should have i should have i should have before they destroyed so much
5: i was sitting on my back deck at my house in maine when i had that uh there was a chipmunk came up looked at me i picked up a rock the chipmunk stood up on his little hind legs, like a, almost like a prairie dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I took the rock and I clocked him right in the head. <laughs> and I felt very good about that. So just take care of them, get rid of them yeah. at all costs. They are nothing but little pretty rats.
2: That's what somebody called them on Twitter a yeah. few months ago. Somebody said rats in mink coats.
4: Oh, yeah, that's great, and that's totally true, and it's a great point because, you know, I I had a guy call me in my other radio show and say, you know, it's your responsibility because they're destroying your wealth and your kid's wealth, and he's absolutely right. I mean, we use wealth very loosely around here, but assets anyway, so that's absolutely and totally true, yeah, and so I've got the gun. I am uh, ready. I ordered poison too. I'm perusing. Yes, we're gonna salt the earth around here. So if you live mm-hmm. within twelve miles of Greater Blueberry Port, like keep out of the
2: birds. Keep, yeah, all the <laughs>
4: fauna is gonna be dead soon. Sorry about that.
2: <laughs> it will hopefully replenish in future years, but. Uh anyway uh thank you all so much for listening if you do want to join the patreon i'm forever amazed and grateful that you guys subscribe on the patreon that's patreon.com slash burn barrel if you prefer listening to stuff for free as a lot of people do and in this economy i don't blame anyone burnbarrelpodcast.com there's links to all the different places you can listen to the show and subscribe and all that you can watch on youtube or rumble C'est
1: la vie.